All right, man. so I have a KFC story, and this... anytime there's a fast food named story, it's it's usually a good one. This will right, be good, this is pretty good. This will be a good cold open. So I got new tires for the truck, so I had to drop it off at the dealership. They were gonna mount and balance them, and then oil change and all that. Probably cheaper than the Mavis tires that oh, I got. Probably. Oh my god! I, I doubt uh, it. Fucking up chart. Oh no, no. I I've never spent that much on tires, including my van, ever. Yeah, it was crazy. Anyway, D- does your amount have a comma in it? Almost. Mine had a comma in it, so <laughs> sit down, boy. I have twenty-inch truck it was tires. In a fucking Toyota Corolla. I have twenty-inch truck tires. All right. So I drop it off, and I get a loaner. So Friday, I go golfing after work. They call me. It's ready to pick up. I'm like. Well, while I'm out in Pottsville, I'm going to pick up KFC for the family and everything like that. But I don't want to do it with my truck. I'll take the loaner out and then pick up my truck afterwards. So the KFC in Pottsville, there's a KFC and a Dunkin' Donuts. Because it's only drive through the line loops around both buildings for Dunkin' Donuts. So there's a, there's a sawhorse there and it says, right lane, Dunkin' Donuts, left lane, KFC. So seeing that... I can read. I go in the left lane. Well, out of the corner of my eye, I just see this guy next to me, brand new, fully loaded GMC, like really nice truck, just fucking losing his mind, pointing at me and stuff like that. I'm like, well, I'll put my window down. Said, can I help you with something? He goes, you're behind me. You going to KFC? He goes, yeah. You're in the wrong line. No, no, no. You're in the wrong line. No. I can fucking read, clearly unlike you, this is the KFC line, that's Dunkin' Donuts. Well, regardless, you're behind me. That's not how this works, but I will make a deal with you. I said, you walk your ass back to that sawhorse there, and if I'm wrong, I will buy your whole family their their food. If you're wrong, you buy me my food. Oh, I'm not doing that. Because you're fucking wrong? Well, you're just going to be in behind me. We'll see about that. Again, I'm in a loaner vehicle that I have to have for another 10 minutes after this. I don't give a fuck what happens to it. (laughs) He goes to pull up. I am like up on the curb in front of him. The best part about this is there are now like eight cars in front of us in line. He has to sit behind me this whole time just fucking stewing. And I can see it all in the rearview mirror. And he's just getting like... Dave's color of his shirt red, just fucking freaking out about this. Like, I'm fairly convinced he beat his wife because of me that night. Like, that's how mad this guy was getting. Wow. So to top it off, I order, get all my food and everything before I pull away. I turn, give a little wave out the window, and he just, like, I can see him screaming. So that is my, uh, that was my Friday night. Hi, this is Barry Kitson. I'm currently the artist on Doctor Strange for Marvel Comics and working on the Liberty Brigade. And you're listening to Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Hi, I'm Paul. Hi, Hi Paul. Paul. All right. Uh, I am joined by Dave the 
Mad Hatter, Jimmy Kimmel, Dunkin' Donuts almost live. <laughs> Using the left lane. Yeah, and KFC almost. Live. Obviously, Paul can't read or listen he's, either. He's Jimmy left lane. But I thought it was a Dunkin' Donuts story. No, 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 no. It was a KFC story. See, he wasn't. Jackass was in the Dunkin' Donuts line. But, but Dunkin' Donuts was in the story, right? Yes, it was. See, still works. It's not fucking horseshoes <laughs> and hand grenades and self isolation, Josh. How's that? Is that good? Self isolation while at a table within six feet of three other people, Josh. Sure. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, we're all, all wearing masks. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> the, the mics have pop filters, all right? Yeah. I kind of got a mask on. He might as well have two masks with a double pop filter. Yeah, he does. True story. But yet I still can hear breathing. So you're you're uh <laughs> you're listening to political talk with uh <laughs> No, no you're not. No. We're not Would have if again. we were recording for the we last are not hour. Doing that again. Comic books. But we are going to do something that we haven't done for 2 months. We're going to talk about some comic books. We're going to talk about the comic books that came out. Sorry we're late folks. Two months ago? Two months ago, yes. On March 25th, the last week before we had the big shutdown uh, on comics. And I don't remember everything that came out, but we will start off with Immortal Hulk number 33 with a legacy number of 750 big anniversary issue. Nice $6 price tag on this And one. a big 6 But we, we, we did get a lot of value for that. I mean, there was great art. It I wasn't a lot of fluff yeah, stuff. That was full. Two artists in this one, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, because Bennett was on. Bennett was on the real world stuff. And then in the Mindscape, we had. Pitara? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we usually, a lot of times with these anniversary ones, there'll be like a fluff piece in the back or there, something. There wasn't. Broke. This was all no, story. This was all story. So this, this is pretty the, good. This pretty has good been the value. This Once has been again, the best for the 33rd one. time in a row, we are spoiled by this book. So well, Absolutely. Well, 32, 32 uh, out of whatever. 33. All right, whatever. 25 wasn't. <laughs> uh, uh, agree to disagree. But uh, this, was with, this was great. And. You know, in my, in our time of being down, you know what I found? What? I think I found the technical first appearance of uh, Zemnu. Oh, really? That's on the wall. That should be uh, one of the, like uh, one of the where the monsters well. Well, or where technically, the or he's the first Hulk. Right. And but but when they kind of acknowledge him more as Zemnu instead of the Hulk, is in where monsters prowl. Right. And that's the one I had. I found that. I had that. So it was pretty cool. This was incredible. I only just read it like half an hour ago because I forgot it came out. This was out. really good. Yeah. But uh, I don't see how the fuck I did not see that ending coming with... With, with the Plan leader? With Planet Breaker Hulk breaking the Zenmu's, Zenmu's magic planet thing. Like, I didn't... I don't see how I didn't say see the magic planet. Didn't see it coming? I don't know how I didn't see that coming. Because I, I read them like, holy fuck, all, this is too perfect. All the, well, my, all the more stuff, my problem was, is how the fuck is the leader in, in the Rick Jones? Jones? <laughs> His head's too big. And when did the leader die? Because the last... Well, yeah, the leader's dead. He's in hell. He's possessing Rick Jones. Yes, That's but when not... did he die? Wasn't it 400? The last 400? we saw him, we was, he was doing no. like a romance story in uh, Weapon Hulfrees. H. Weapon H. Yeah. yeah. Weapon H. Yeah. Um, but who fucking knows what timeline that's in, so... Plus, you know, then they sent... Like in twenty five, we actually seen them. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, because that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I love this. This was this. Was I mean, awesome. I hope so they explain good. that, but 
Oh, I'm sure they will in the two or three months from now when we get another Hulk book. But I, I Somewhere did, around January. It, but this was fantastic. I so the, uh, I like the whole exploration of the, the Hulk mindscape sort oh, of thing. Oh, the, the, the Banner's mindscape was fucking so, amazing. And I, so I will fun. say this. Throughout the Hulk runs, the mindscape stories, like if you go back to, what is it, uh, 12 and 13 in volume two and 377, those have been some of the best stories when he's in his own mind dealing with the Hulks. Well, well, I think that even goes, did... isn't that where Jarella comes from? Jarella, his first girlfriend. Hulk's first girlfriend. I don't know. Well, we know where that's where Davy's first girlfriend came from. His headspace. <laughs> well, even when they did it, when they did it recently, even in the um, that uh, Venom Hulk crossover yes. book, where it was Hulk or, or Banner talking to they were in it would look a black box, but it was actually Venom the whole time. That was I mean, anytime they do the whole Council of Hulks sort of thing, it's a lot of fun and the art in that part um was amazing because it, it almost reminds because savage hulk kept getting like buffer and, and buffer, buffer because he was like, getting angry cartoonishly so and it was yeah. hilarious i loved it um but yeah planet breaker hulk seemed to be like the kind of mastermind but he's like you're the last one which technically he wasn't but he was savage hulk was the way out of there so he got him out of there got him up to zenmu um, Zemnu and and then Zemnu looked into the eyes of Hulk and was like, "I've got you now." And then Planet Breaker Hulk to kind of breaks out and was like, "No, th- this oh, is where great I step scene in." Old Breaker Hulk. Oh again. my! It was it was like a fucking chess match. And he's like, he, "Checkmate, fuck you." Zemnu just taking out all of Roxxon's security because like, right. I just made him better. Yeah, and then uh, whatever the fuck happens to uh, Minotaur, Minotaur uh, who knows yeah. what's gonna happen to him? But Dude. Uh, he's alive-ish, he, although ish. he looks very. Digested. Uh, it, it there, was, there's no way. Zemnu was like, you know how the the sausage is made or whatever it is. Like yeah. he's like half sausage now. Th- so. There's no way they kill him off though because Christian Bale's playing him in an yeah, upcoming movie. Absolutely. He's playing Dario Auger. Dario Auger. Yeah. Which I think is perfect. Oh yeah, Te- definitely fits uh, for Christian Bale. Good for you, la di da di da di da. Right. This was my pick of that. Pick of that. God week. Almighty. Pick of that week. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mr. Dave, your turn. Oh, hi. I'm Dave. Hi, hi Princess. princess. Can, you, can you save that book for me? That's the only other Marvel book I have. Jesus fucking Christ, Josh. Your spare parts. You know that. <laughs> Tell that story. I think I read that one, but I can't remember. So <laughs> it's been two months ago. <laughs> hi, I'm Dave. Hi, hi Princess. princess. Punisher, sure. You know, we did that already, right? Punisher? Punisher? Punisher. See? Is he just because you switched the I was just because you switched the book. And you gotta shift me to another thing. Fred Castle never has been one to use puns. Now, in the future, when he becomes the cosmic ghost rider, then he gets very punny. He's a Punisher. We will get to, but Punisher Soviet number six. This would be the last issue in this series. Uh by Garth Ennis. Not Enos. Shut the that fuck rhymes up, with Paul. penis. <laughs> well, it's always on his mind. So, so sense. anyway, penis is always on yes. his mind. Okay, just checking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you miss this. Don't know why. I fucking you miss this. You miss this. It's been two months of not this. Seriously. You love it. So, <laughs> Punisher finally catches up to the senator and uh, Penchenkov, the Russian mobster. Uh, 
confronts them in the like reveals their whole plan, confronts them. Has the senator tied to the tied to a chair by the Russian mobster, and then tells the Russian mobster to skin him. It's great. It is. It's it is, great. It is super Punisher. And and his whole it's, reason. It's an Enos Punisher. It's it's his whole reasoning is because this guy has never gotten his hands dirty, that he's gonna finally make him do this. Um, at the end, and then at the end, we get him walking into a bar. It says he hasn't had a drink since 1976. Yeah. And he orders a vodka for, uh, for the Soviet, yeah, the so- Soviet, uh, soldier. And the conversation that takes place between him and the bartender is epic. And this is why I'm torn between my pick of the week. I really, really love this. This story. was excellent. This was a great, this story might beat out Did Hulk for pick of the week. And this is last punisher book oh, i went back and read yeah is this as good as that one better I better Bet- wow okay because i read the first issue and i i for whatever reason never caught up on it but this I, is really good yeah. this uh, honestly really good. if you want the more action-packed punisher this, this doesn't give you enough of it right okay. this is more the psychology Broody, you know thing. you really well, get what the platoon was too yeah, it, very similar to platoon yeah so i think ennis has a great voice for the punisher um, always did it, always it, did he uh, Wait, which garth, garth does very well with his war books which yeah. amazed me about the one that we read from was it a walk through hell? A walk through hell is he keeps it very precise, even toned. He moves it forward, whereas a walk through hell, man, he just bogged down with stuff, stuff, and filling with word. Like here's a long narrative that isn't necessarily needed. This How many is, issues was to walk through hell? Did that twelve. Twelve. I think. I think if you kind of condense him, he's kind of like. If that in my been, opinion, he's kind of like Tom King in that, like, if you give him, if you give him an inch, he's going to take a mile. But if you limit him, he'll condense it, and it it works a little bit. I, better. I've said that about a walk through hell when people ask me about it. I think if they would have cut that in half, they could have told the very similar story with the same effect. With the same effect. I'm probably going to go finish up Punisher uh, uh it, it's Soviet. Soviet when I Definitely get, when worth I get home. the read. The Amazing Spider-Man number 42. Hi, I'm Jimmy. Hi, Hi Jimmy. Jimmy. Oh, Nick Spencer, Otley on Art. This is all kind of a Is Otley back on this full time now? Huh? Otley back on this full time? Well, well for the most part, yeah. yeah. Well, that now he will be that he has Two months in between each yeah. issue, <laughs> a lot, of, a lot of things are getting caught up, and uh, the shipping schedule's a little, little lax right now. So, yeah, we won't have technically late books anymore. This, oh, absolutely! <laughs> oh, thank God, Doomsday Clock didn't like stretch right. into this, or we'd be waiting on issues forever. So, Cog, well, not really. He would have time to work on it. Right. He, had, he had all the time in the world, Paul. <laughs> I know time is very well, loose, fast he, and loose. He didn't have time. Paul. He had all those other projects he was working on, like and also, and there was also. But I think that's it. So but I mean, it was so. I mean, his art was so good. Anyway, go ahead. So this is a Cog story. For those of you who know, Cog is Peter's own personal kind of henchman monster that just shows up from time to time this was a great story um excuse me <laughs> and it tells his backstory and how you know he was raised on this other planet where he wasn't able to grow to his full size and he was basically a pet and he was loved 
And Reed Richards uh, eventually was able to shrink him back down with pin particles and return him to that homeland. But it's very kind of very strange adventures where this homeland was kind of under a civil war attack and his uh, his owner, the boy, was actually killed. And that forced him to obviously spiral. Um, this was a very good story. Um, again, I don't know a whole lot about Cog, other than he pops up in Spider-Man once every like 300 issues or so. Um, but this was fucking great. I really enjoyed this. It happens. I guess. <laughs> Hi, I'm Josh. Hi, Josh. Hi, Josh. Hi, Josh. <laughs> uh, Revenge of Cosmic Ghost Rider number four. Um, right. I th- let me see this. Let me see. It. I think I read this one because uh, this is because uh, the last one ended where the she girl was, was being back in time. And yes. Castle got his soul back. Castle got his soul back. So we, we are flung back in time to where. It's it's like a few days after Thanos has been three exactly three days exact uh, to be he got decapitated by yes uh, I did read Gamora. This, this was good and um, Cosmic King is his name I think yes yes is yeah. like hey there's a power vacuum we need to fucking capitalize on this right away but then we find out he has a couple of kids who like to play with Legos and they're building you know a, a ego the living planet sort of thing this is where the girl that we've been following the whole time gets flung it, back to. Was it ego? Yes. yes. Yeah. It was ego, right? Yep. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It was a Lego set of ego, but like yes. a really advanced Lego. Like Lego, set. my okay. ego. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, she realizes that. Yeah. Yeah. It, the Cosmic King is. It was not the one that was going after Cosmic Ghost Rider the whole time. He's been infected with this evil parasite that has apparently infected a lot of people over time because it it shows like. Well, uh, Galactus she, and um, she says it's been it, it's older than the this universe and the universe before. Yeah, right. so yeah. It, it came over here with Galactus probably, um, but but uh, the super uh, was it Super Crawl? Is that what he's called? Yes, yes. Um, Scro- who else super. is there? We got we got Galactus. We got um, uh, Fin Fang Foom is there. Uh, is that the the, the champion? Yep. Um, but basically, it's going after its greatest quarry, which is the Cosmic Ghost Rider, because apparently. It thinks that he is the like the most powerful, and it hasn't had a taste of the power cosmic, even though it technically infected. Well, that's what Galactus. it's after. It's the power it, it's, cosmic. It's more of a it's a parasite, but it's also a demon. It needs to feed on a soul. Right. And that's the so, whole reason and, that Frank got his soul back. Yes. So she ends up being sucked into a couple wormholes during this whole adventure and gets pulled back to the present. And she's like, "Hey, you got to look out for the parasite, not the cosmic king." And he's like, "I've already fucking." smoke that mother like the, the yeah. parasite's dead cosmic king's dead and it's like oh okay well then what are we doing here and then mephisto shows up and he's like hey since you, you owe me soul, one soul only one soul and he's like well you're not fucking getting mine i can absolutely fucking kick your ass and he's like well then i'll just take hers and he takes yes. her soul and that's a very drag her to hell yeah. drags her to hell a very good appearance of mephisto if I must oh say yeah so. for sure um so he's probably I, I, I mean is he still going to be punny? I don't know because he kind of, kind of, he kind of got his Frank Castle personality back a little yeah. bit. Now and I'm digging like the, the the costume they gave him. Yeah, I mean it's well, it's Punisher costume. Well, well I mean, kind of, sort of, but not really. Him getting his soul back does that automatically mean he's no longer I don't know. insane? I, are you are you sure, David? Literally, his Punisher costume. He just sometimes has yeah, he's back to Punisher in his, yeah. in, his, in his hands. Yeah. So I can understand why you say, "Hey, that's a good costume," because yes, it is tried and true Punisher costume. But in all the panels that he's human, 
It's literally it, Punisher. It's, it's Punisher with white hair. It, it's a tank. T- it, yes, it is the Punisher costume, but it, it's he not. He doesn't have the duster on. He doesn't have. Right. The, the, sure. the, the, the gloves are longer. The It's you know. very. Um, it's throwback. It's yeah, very we'll uh, fucking Liefeld with the gigantic belt, utility yes. belt thing. <laughs> uh, and the unnecessary, unnecessary glove. Yeah, he's got a fucking leg pouch. Uh, but. I can't even remember this fucking girl's name, but I'm Callie. I'm interested to see where uh, Frank goes. I mean, if he's going to wage war against hell, I I love this character, so bring it on. That wasn't that week. We'll do that next week because that only came out through Diamond. Yeah. Um. Because that did come out on the 25th. I thought we were doing. Listen, listen, listen. I, wanted, I thought we were doing the 25th. I wanted him to review a book that doesn't come out until tomorrow and try to remember it. And you just fucking ruined that. <laughs> I did. I did. Uh, fucking done? ruined it. I think That's we're done with Marvel. Then, no, right? fuck no. no. God, no. There's so much Marvel. Uh, it was a huge week, that 25th. It, we got what? X-Men versus? And Star Wars Bounty Hunters. Yeah. Number two. Uh, yeah. Uh, Fantastic Four. X-Men and Fanta- versus Fantastic Four. What are we calling this? I don't know. It's X-Men Fantastic Four is how it's Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I had to just double check to see if I did this read this. Was really this good. was really good. This was too. really good. If you if I, you like yeah. if you like Doom being Doom, this is he Doom gets to be Doom. Doom in here, which Zdarsky fucking knocks it out of the like, park with like, that. It's so good because Zdarsky gets that where now he's very front facing as I'm just trying to help you, and the whole time it's like he has all these evil plans. Uh, there's always so he's it's like. I'm here for your betterment. And and that's that's how Doom always is. And Absolutely. he's his best. And the whole time it's just like, no, he's there because he's got he's got a sneaky plan going on all the time. And he does in here. But this was fantastic. In the same aspect. No pun intended. No pun intended. Xavier comes off as creepy as fuck again in this. But that, you know that's what? how Hickman's been writing. Him, and that's so. how Hickman's. But Zadarsky is he hits. Every single point that right. needs to be hit with this. Going back. Yes, I am saying this, folks. Pull over if you're driving. Jimmy was right. Zadarsky should be writing the Fantastic Four. Uh, we've now, said that forever. Dan Slott is evidently going off of Iron Man. Well, yeah, that he's off after 2020. Well, yeah. yeah, he ruined it now. So, yeah. So there is a chance. We slot might be coming off of fan, I mean, Fantastic I mean, Four. If we put Zardarsky on Fantastic you Four, you can add that to my pull list tomorrow. That'll be a top twenty book. Oh, absolutely, easily. They have you, you put him. If you, you put, put Zardarsky on, this, and you, if you put oh, Z- God, if you put Zdarsky you put Zardarsky on, on, and fucking Chichetto on fucking art. That will put. That's a top twenty Fantastic, fucking book on Fantastic you Four. Fan- you put it right where it belongs. Exactly where it used to be. As where, one of the top, it also needs to be as a flagship ha, fucking has, book. Has there been a consistent writer since Hickman gave up Fantastic Four? That's the last really great Fantastic Four run. Mark Wade had a really good run, yeah. and Straczynski had a great run on Fantastic Four, who also understood Fantastic were, were, were Four. Were they both after Hickman's run? No. Hickman was actually, be, they were before Hickman's run. That's what yeah. I mean. Since Hickman. Since, hey, well, well, they ended it. Well, there were some. Was Hickman yeah, well, on the end of it? Fantastic Four well, there were Hickman? there were some in between there, but it was never a ongoing. Yeah, it was always like a mini or a max. Yeah, yeah or... but when when they when they cut the ties, when Marvel's like, well, fuck it, we're not advertising for a Fox property since we yeah, don't own the movies. For like two years, they they killed years, the FF. Almost. 
Yeah. Yeah, but I think they did that in a mini not because Hickman's last one was Uncles, which is I well, still that was in uh wasn't Ultimatum. It was one of those other big event events. things and that that was the end of Fantastic Four. But I still say that like if you haven't read that last issue of Fantastic Four Hickman's run, even if you have no idea what his run consisted of, that is probably the best single issue of Fantastic Four I can point to. So, I mean, if you want to know what it is to its core, that's kind of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, um, high recommend. Um, if you haven't read and if you have a lot of downtime now, which some people do, some people don't, they're busier than ever. Um, uh, Fantastic Four X-Men's been fantastic. If you like Fantastic Four and you like X-Men, it's a great re- it's a great read for whichever way you go. And if you like both, great. But Zadarsky is absolutely hitting <laughs> with um, how Hickman's writing the X-Men right now. Yeah, He's capturing I, oh yeah, that. He's true. He, but he also captures Fantastic Four the way they should be done right, right. now. <laughs> so, Star yeah. Wars Bounty Hunters number two. I have no idea who wrote this or who drew this because I don't have it in front of me. Well, the last one was all action. It was this all. One. I think our review was a lot of action. The, this and, one, and it was like that's it. <laughs> End of review. This one, complete opposite. They you made up the ex- for it. This one, you there's get a the lot expo- of expo- exposition all the expo- exposition and the stories. Yeah. This is kind of similar to another book that we'll bring up in Independence, where this took like I thought this was going one direction, and definitely took like a different turn. A left turn. But it was good. Uh, I don't know if I'll stay on this one. It's not as good as uh, Darth Vader or the Star Wars book out right now. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if it's a lighter week, I'll try to keep up with it. But well, we'll again. have a couple light weeks. We'll talk about that, I think, in the meteor section. <laughs> and I right. believe... and and you're done, right, yeah, Josh? Yeah, I only had, I only had the one um, two. Uh, Marvel wise, there was the bounty. Was that I it? I believe that's it. Unless someone read the uh, Road to Empire stuff. No, I didn't. I wanted to, but uh, I didn't. Scream. I did. It was good. It's all I remember. <laughs> I liked it. It's all I remember. You, I did read it. You've been liking that. I need to catch up on that. Uh, it was good. It was. It was enjoyable. And unfortunately, I used all these weeks to reread stuff like Mister Miracle. Yeah, yeah a friend of mine. A friend of mine has been asking for like a care package, and I'm sending them um, Mr. Miracle, a lot of books. Murder, a lot of books. Everything on they our had list. Never read any of the Shel Silverstein books, like A Light in what? the Attic or Where the really? Sidewalk Ends. So I'm giving them some of those books, and I'm like, "Fuck, what good? What good?" Comic I thought that was like standard them? reading in school, right? I've never read any of those. Oh my! Are you Shel Silverstein? Is... It's some you good shit. Out. It's well, I mean, it, it's it's timeless. So, yeah. um, anyway, but I was just looking for some some trades in them, and Mister Miracle is one I'm throwing in there. Murder Falcon. Um, murder Falcon. They're not a Murder Falcon Murder Falcon person. So, um, why are they your friends? <laughs> uh, maybe I'll explain after the podcast. I don't want to call them out. Um, but, uh, but yeah, definitely Mister Miracle is going in there. I haven't found anything else to throw in there yet, but. Um, I'll look around. I'm sure we can. Sacred creatures. Sacred creatures would be a good one. Yes, hundred percent. You don't need to like anything or be familiar with anything. You just need to know the seven deadly sins, and that's it. The the first uh, the first six 
Walking I was keys. thinking about throwing in Once um, in Future Doctor Star in the Kingdom of Lost Tomorrow. Uh, yeah. I want to fucking emotionally ruin this person, and I don't understand Mount Murder Falcon will do that to somebody. I was gonna say, and you're. Not I understand, that. but Murder Falcon is for people that can appreciate metal. 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 I don't fucking Slayer. Yeah. So you're sending a care package to Joe. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Joe, Joe. Whoa, text, whoa, whoa. Somebody, okay, somebody new ground team, rule. Joe's name does not get mentioned on the podcast, seeing that he blocked some of the podcast members. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're the so only that one mean he blocked. won't be a guest on our show anymore. Yes, but I mean, he would never give it, he give it two never. weeks, and Dave will have fucking blocked you on Facebook. He didn't. Un- <laughs> he didn't block you. He just unfriended you, as far as I know. Oh, oh no, he's blocked. I, I'm blocked. Oh wow, that's some. For right, very innocent, sure. con- now don't get me wrong. My follow up was hysterical. My right? follow up comment to that was so much better. That was the one I'm like, if he if he comments back, I'm getting him to block me tonight. And then he's just like, had you not commented that, somebody else would have. So, <laughs> and you, then they would have been blocked. <laughs> you were, I mean, first in line. So, are you aware of what my comment was? I I'm not, I don't so, know if I remember the situation. Do, so he Joe put his own sort of opinion on on the Star Wars series. Yeah, he's like, yeah. this is the this is the Joe list. If I could do a Joe cut or a Joe oh, cut, God. yeah. Watch the movies in this order. Oh, God. And then, and My then, comment and was, you lost me at Joe Cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm no longer Facebook friends with Joe. Well, no, yeah. it gets better because what he replied back to that. Oh, he's he always said was like, oh, I see you're still on my friends list. Let me fix that. Yeah, that was his comment. Like, yeah. So, and my comment after that was going to be something along the lines of, oh, no, I won't have your hard putrid takes on everyday life. <laughs> Which did post, by bug. the way. I think you, you did get that oh, one in there. You will. I will make sure you hear all of them because whenever whenever so, we hang out again. After he blocks I'm sure him, I'll get some. I, I message Jimmy. I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. He goes, message him. Like, reply back. Tell him these spare parts for me. I'm like, no, no, okay. No, he said uh, he's, he's 10, 10 ply. 10 ply. Yeah. Jimmy said, I said, oh, yeah, by the way, Jimmy Kimmel says you're 10 ply, bud. <laughs> I, oh I do God. have to apologize for the podcast, though. Uh, I did have cheese and I forgot to bring it up. Uh, whatever. I'm about but, uh, to see hey, Hulk, we got beer. Uh, We're good. Hulk come out of Josh. What do you mean? I right. got the shirt on. All right. On so DC. we're on the DCs. Uh, was Batman 90? No. No, that's. That was the, was that the week one. before? 91 was the week before. Yeah. So, oh, 91. Re- regular DC we had. Oh, that's right. There was a second. Um, Second printing. We're waiting 90, for 92 would have been the week DC, after. DC, there was right. uh, Batman Superman number eight. You're this was this? this was the goofiest, stupidest fucking thing I've read out of all the books I've read. Yet yeah, you continue to read it. This is yes. This is Williamson, isn't it? It is. Um, oh. So if you don't remember, um, this is after all the Batman Who Laughs stuff. We're now on Zod, Rachel right. Ghoul and and Zod teaming up, and Zod wanted to basically take the city of Candor and dunk it in the Lazarus pits to bring them back, even though they weren't dead. But he did this. And they were, you know, succumbed to madness, and this swarm of tiny Kryptonians started fucking up everybody. Um, Raish ends up uh, cutting through the city of Kandor with a kryptonite sword, among other fucking goofy-ass shit. Um, ultimately, Batman has to talk down Zod from killing uh, Raish, and Zod reveals that he had actually created his own separate city of Kandor that he migrated half of the denizens to, um... And is going to work on his on his own to try to resurrect them, but I I think this is the end of that that sort of arc. The art in this was kind of goofy. 
the, the dialogue was really goofy. Um, Superman is just a, a straight up moron in this. The highlight of this issue was was Zod, um, but it's just I I could have not read this and not missed anything. So, well, it's kind of like you giving the review. We didn't listen to it. We didn't miss anything. That, yeah, well, that's yeah. I understand. I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing the review for you guys. All right. <laughs> Wait, what? Batman Beyond forty two. <laughs> Jurgens, Chen, uh, same creative team that's been on this. So Terry remembers who he is now. Apparently Blight survived the whole meltdown thing and he's coming after Bruce because he knows who he is at this point. And Terry goes, he's like, I, he's like, oh, I hope the old man didn't get rid of it. Finds an old uh, bat suit, the, one of the original Batman Beyond suits. And him and uh, Grayson's daughter kind of take him down and now it's like, well, who's going to wear the suit? To- it, it was kind of that goofy, like, oh, now there's two. Um, I like the addition of Grayson's daughter as a Batwoman. Um, the back and forth between her and Dick, is, she's like, well, what did you expect me to become? She's like, you trained me for this. He's like, no, I trained you not to become this. Uh, but it was really good. Um, I'm liking the direction they're going in. Like I said, this has been one of the most solid ongoings uh, DC's had. Who's on Detective? Uh, Tomasi. Oh, that's right. Flash 752. Um, this one was kind of weird. Wait, um, was that on 325? Yes. Yes. Okay. This is where we left off with Flash entering the Speed Force Paul, or something you gotta like stop. that. So just hold on. Um, you got to stop asking questions like that because you're, you're really sounding like a confused <laughs> old man now. I am confused because it's been two I, fucking months ago and they, I don't even remember half of this shit. They, but the, there was a Flash that, book that was on the, the list. That stopped you from reviewing a book on the wrong day. So that hasn't even <laughs> come true. out yet. That um, you have not read. I was looking forward to that, Paul. Like oh, I, he didn't read it. No, I seen it sitting there, and I'm like, oh, I'm he not didn't even anything. read it. <laughs> I was waiting for him to pick it up and go. I don't think I really remember this. Start paging through it, and I was going to bury him, and you fucking ruined it, Paul. <laughs> so anyway, look, he's Flash, actually pissed about Flash Seven Fifty Two. Flash Seven Fifty Two. He's in the Speed or somewhere, and he sees his mother, and that's where we left off the last. We were time assuming time. Speed Force. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and his mom's like, hey, I know you're the most humble superhero ever, ever, and you had a museum for you, but now we have a whole city. I was like, well, hang on a second. <laughs> Having a museum and being okay with it is not fucking humble in any way whatsoever. But anyway, uh, go ahead. They, they run through and everyone's there. Like It's like a big family reunion and Flash is like, this is too happy. My life is fucking miserable. What the fuck is going on? It is perfect, Barry. And he basically... There was one weird moment, or no, no, he doesn't have that yet. He basically realizes that this isn't real because he says every every reality has a vibration to it, and this one has none. He's like, this is clearly a, a paradox reality that he created to try to trap me in. Um, kind of like the story where, um, for the man who has everything for Superman, where uh, Mon- I think it's Mongol infects him with some sort of plant that makes him think that right. he's in it, paradise. Barry sees through it pretty much within like the first 10 minutes. And he vibrates through to another dimension uh, that Paradox created. And he's like, well, if that was heaven, then this is certainly hell because he's constantly in pain and stuff. The art, the, the coloring on the art changes, which I thought was really cool. I think Hi- Hi-Fi did the art on this, which is a 
group of people, isn't it? Well, Porter did the... He does the, the art. The pencils, but yeah, Hi-Fi, it's a studio. But it, it basically goes from kind of these soft pastel kind of colors, like everything's kind of smoothed over. V- and very, very like a, late Silver Age. There's way more like inking on this, like there's heavy, darker colors darker. Once, he, once he jumps over. Um, there was one moment where when he jumps to like the hell version where there's there's other people that he, that are like skeletalized. He's like, oh, these other these are other people that are also trapped in like the Speed Force or wherever the fuck I am. I wish I had my CSI kit on me. I could do, find justice for you. Like that that was a weird comment. Like, yes, if you had a fucking a lab kit with you, you could you could tell these people were fucking killed by an extra dimensional fucking supervillain. It anyway, he goes on and builds the fucking Justice League Flash movie armor over his suit, which was stupid as hell. It looks dumb, even in the comic book. Um, and then he randomly puts together a supercomputer. More more on that in Meteor. He puts together a, a supercomputer and then a cosmic treadmill just from fucking scrap parts, which I thought was kind of weird. But basically, he realizes the only person... Or he already knew this, but the only person that could stop Paradox is the Reverse Flash. And he's like, well, I know the Reverse Flash was killed by Iris in the 25th century, like, 20 issues ago. Where can I fucking find Reverse Flash now? Well, he goes to the 25th century, and... Well, no, he doesn't. Not in this one. Oh, no, he doesn't. In this one, he's like, I know exactly where to find him. I know where I can always find him. Back when he killed my mother. So, that's where he goes, and, you know, I've already read the next issue, but we haven't gotten there yet, so... Um, he's going back to the night with that uh, Reverse Flash killed his mother so that he can kind of ask the person he hates the most for help in defeating Paradox. And we'll listen for the review on the next one on our next episode. Yep. Yes. Uh, last regular DC? I, I think believe. so, yeah. Detective Comics, 1021. Uh, this is Two-Face cult stuff. It's really cool how they did it because Two-Face's personality has totally taken over. Where there's none of that, okay, we'll let fate decide. He is just straight there's up. There's absolutely no yeah. Harvey Dent anymore. But Harvey's actually able to fight through it, gets to Batcave, gets to Bruce, and it's like, yo, here's what's going on. And he guides him. He's like, well, I'm going to lock you in the uh, Batmobile because, you know, leave here. There's uh, robbery in progress. I'm going to take care of that first. So Batman goes and investigates that. Two-Face overtakes Harvey, and what's revealed in this is, which was always kind of assumed, that Harvey knows who Batman is, but he's always kept that from Two-Face. Right. So he's like, I I can't keep it from him forever because he's always prodding. Uh, Two-Face comes out and actually sets off the ejector, the ejector seat and he gets himself out. He's like, why was I in the Batmobile? He's like, okay, I know where I'm at. And the last page reveal is Batman finds the cult. And right behind him is Two Face. So, uh, this was very good. Uh, this has really picked up the last couple issues uh, that Tomasi's taken over. Now that he kind of has a solid storyline, I know when all the Doomsday Clock and Heroes in Crisis and all that other shit was taking place, City of Bane, it kind of went like a little weird where we had that random Christmas issue in like February. No, didn't didn't Tomasi do that issue with um or is that in which was the issue that had him fighting Cheshire and fucking... Is that in Batman or is that... That was in Batman, Okay, yeah. never mind then. Yeah. All right, we're on the black label with the DC books, right? Uh, I do believe so. Yes, All right, sir. first one up will be Basketful of Heads, number six. I will so tell good. you the thing I hated about this the most was this was the last book, and then we had the hiatus 
of it's so like oh my wait. god i gotta wait for the this was amazing it put everything together because now uh, the way our main character like fucks with the the what is it center governor's sheriff's the, the, sheriff's, the sheriff's kid kid where he fucks with she the way she fucks with his head you mean harvard and, hank yes and then the uh uh the sheriff ends up coming back she finds her boyfriend he tosses her over the fucking plank and fuck it. Now with she's an, in the gr- with an anchor. With an anchor, I was just like, "Oh my god, no! It's going to be too long to get." But if you can't put this together, the axe went in the water before the anchor did. Well, obviously, yeah. I think but, what uh, my problem I have with this is she just lops off her thumb. Yeah, to get out of the hand, and isn't even kind of showing any side effects of the blood loss that. To lop off your thumb enough to actually get handcuffs off, I mean, look, you'd have to lop that off. Well, yeah. keep in mind, a woman's hand is a little bit more slender than our meaty paws. Okay. <laughs> so, so, you uh, still have so, to lop a lot right, off to all slip. Right, all right. So, I have to play, uh, I have to play commentary, so I'm going to do sign language right now. So, Jimmy just pulled up Josh's <laughs> hand to show a woman's hand. For those that couldn't see the visual. It was a visual joke, Jim. Oh, we need to tape this someday. I, I saw that coming from a mile away. Oh. If anything, I, I could, you know, make my hand as, not as thin as my wrist. But well, that's the thing. When, even if when, I remove my thumb, it, you know, it would still. Well, I, yeah. I actually think the way Houdini got out of the cuffs a lot of times is he broke his thumb. to. Well, he, he dislocated it. Yeah. yeah, he dislocated it to get he out. He didn't use actual magic? What? Shh. What? Anyway, uh, uh, basketball heads pick him up. Pick of the week for me that week. I love that underwater. Yeah, I love that. He learned that on his last. That was fantastic. And we we do have video ability. We do have the camera. We We do. do. Yeah. Uh, Batman: Curse of the White Knight, book eight. This is the last issue, right? Yes. Um, of this of of this this series. series. Yep. Which is kind of a bummer because this and Sean... we're getting like an expanded universe. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that he and I'll tell you what, if he keeps it up the way he's doing these, well, he's not going to be writing all of them, but he's overseeing them. And so he's going to have a he's going to have a Murphy house. So <laughs> there, yeah. what what were the rules? Something like if someone dies, they're dead forever yep. in the universe. Uh, there's no inner monologue, and there was something else that he. Uh, That's good. Oh, everything must come out on time. Right. Those were his three were and I'm like, can you make that for every comics? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of the perfect I mean, inner dialogue works sometimes, but I do like these books where it's all you know, expressed through the art or the di- actual dialogue. Um, we get the final battle of Azrael and Batman. And I guess the whole ju- gist of this story is Nightfall. No, but this is the nightfall yeah, of this, this, this universe, kind right? Of, yeah. Right, kind yeah. of, um, Even it, though he's not a Wayne, it doesn't matter. It doesn't erase all the good that he's done. That the fake Waynes have done. So and there's a flashback to him talking to kind of his senior advisors, which was Alfred, yeah. uh, Freeze, yep. um, Lucius Fox, and he does what he does. He he turns himself in at the end of it. And he go he gives away his entire fortune through nonprofits, which uh, 
Lucius Fox. He, fun, he funds the uh, GCPD. He, he donates stuff to. And the... suddenly he has he in prison. He has a he has a visitor. And he's like, "Why did you invite me here?" He's like, "Because you understand me. You understand the ways I'm gonna. Well, not, but, how do, how how I'm gonna try to escape?" He's he like, goes, "You know you can get out of here, Bruce." And he's he like, goes, "Why why did you ask for me?" And he's like. Because I want to talk. Because I want to talk, and it's revealed it's Jason Todd. Yes. Which we've been asking, where's Jason Todd in this universe? Wow. So he might be taking the cow. Because Jason Todd was the first Robin in this universe, yes. right? Right. Who was assumed to be dead. Um, but we're like, well, it's Jason Todd. He's not really dead. Uh, this was excellent. Nah, yeah. This, um, this could be on par for pick of the week. This also. was close to my pick of the week until something else I read today. All right. All righty. Uh, we did best full heads. Uh, John Constantine Hellblazer, number five. Number five. Another great book out of oh the Black God. Label. Oh, my God. His back and forth. Jason Aaron's not doing the art on this one. No. Uh, but this, he, is, this is the book he's doing art on, right? Jason yes. Aaron an artist? Yes. Uh, not Jason. Uh, Jason Aaron Aaron Campbell. Campbell. a Marvel writer. Campbell. Sorry, Aaron Campbell. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, it's uh, uh, Simon Spurrier and Matthias Bergara. I, that's what I would say. No, it isn't. I just saved you from that torture. <laughs> and uh, Jordi Belair on colors, apparently. Yeah. Who does the art on um, Buffy. Buffy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this was really good. Uh, the back and forth between him and the hipster magic guy. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, realistically, he's like, you're not really shit. He's like, they're using you to bring me back. And that's kind of what they did. Right. Um, he's able to just defeat the demon the shit monster that has been coming up and he uh i'll try to remember what happened last oh he leaves and is reintroduced to kind of the magic order but the Uh, big reveal at the end is he's got a double he's got a double that it's kind of evil kind of evil so um that this has been really good kind of almost crucify the hipster like again if you don't watch bbc and don't understand kind of the slang this is tough this would be tough to get through like luckily i watch enough british comedy and stuff like that to get the the, i get the gist there's even some areas i'm like okay what the fuck did he just say i need to type this in and figure out what the fuck he just (laughs) said oh he called him a cocksucker okay (laughs) uh but no very good high recommend all right on to independence um are we gonna Start I, off with that one. If you read it, you go right. I ahead. read. Okay. Once in future, number seven, we are starting off our second arc. And what a wonderful way to start a new arc uh, with this series that, as we talked about, I think earlier, was supposed to end in six yeah, issues. Yeah, the original, uh, the original six issue arc, which is the first trade. If you take the last two pages out. That's a complete story. Yeah, they were they were added on that uh, afterwards um, to kind of continue the story, and that's all the underworld or other world, yeah. other world they call it, um, and that's where we pick up here in the other world. And that's where and and this issue may not be one of the best issues of this series. I think it is, but, but it's, it's a set great up. Way, yeah, it's a great it's way to kick up. off the arc. It's set up, and it's a it's a fantastic way to start the next arc, so, which totally makes sense. So our main character isn't talking to Gran right now because of all the lies. Well, and yeah, 
Again, he's kind of got this. But he's he, using Rose as the go-between. Like, but Rose yeah. is kind of his uh, kind of his point person, and he's chasing down all these spirits and stuff. And she's he's continuing yep. on the work, right? And yeah, which which and, is what Granny wanted and anyway. The, and the big bad is Galahad reemerges in a more demonic kind of form. It almost seems like they can come through at different historical artifacts. Yep, and and that's why I think this is a perfect way to set up the new arc with this this is this this is a great sequel to what we had a gr- uh, a good movie on the first one but anyways grand yeah. saves them and is able to kind of tell this you know this is what it is but there was a a ancient a antique book stolen from a museum across town that was the real target well what book was it oh well we don't know yet well we find out pretty quickly did, did you just get it right away uh-huh I, I, it's been a while. I've read this like three months ago. I read, it, it's, I read the... it's the opening lines from Beowulf. Yep. And as soon as, oh, yeah, and yeah, as, soon yeah, as they yeah, start yeah, doing yeah, that yeah, yeah. in the Gaelic, uh, the yeah. Gaelic English, and I'm like, no, Ooh, no, no. And when they reveal him at the end of Beowulf's going to be the big bad in the next series. big bad in the next one. That, Makes sense. But is, is he going to be the big bad or is he going to? Oh, yeah. He's going to be the big bad. Yeah. But, but it makes sense. That reveal alone. Don't get me wrong. This was very book good book up until then but the reveal of that last page reveal see I, and where i knew it was leading because i'm a big bay wolf fan i i own a i own some original uh first printings of well not first printings but first reprintings of some old stuff probably the oldest book i own as soon as i read i'm like oh my god it's Beowulf! it's Beowulf! it's Beowulf!" and he emerges i came back from the bathroom too too early <laughs> Oh, I didn't read this and oh my god, it's oh, so you're good. trying to avoid spoilers. Yeah. yeah, it was good. And for I'm a big Beowulf fan as well. I, dude, I did a fucking and for that reason alone, this is my pick of the week. I'm not I arguing. Did, I did. I had to do a a video like school report or whatever the fuck on Beowulf, and we recreated the entire story using a a World of Warcraft private server. Really? And we got a D on it because she said all we did was play fucking video games. But she's actually quoting the original Beowulf in Gaelic, and as soon as I see that, I'm like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" Yeah, it was. It was this this was really good. Yeah, it was really good. Um, and the tagline for this are, is "The kings are undead." Oh uh, yeah, pick of the week, and it wasn't close. As soon as I read that today, I'm like, "Yeah, that's the winner." What, what other this. What other undead kings would you want to see? Some Egyptian ones, like. Uh... Well, not not yeah. King Tut, but but. Uh, what you don't want a thirteen-year-old, thirteen-year-old-footed, like, fucking yeah. <laughs> inbred? Um, yeah, not, not so much the Egyptian ones, but I wouldn't mind seeing more of the Gaelic Norse. Yeah, kind, kind of the yeah. Be- Beowulf made perfect sense. Yeah, um, you know, maybe some more the, some Norse ones. Nor- Norse would be perfect if they expand this more into Europe. Um, but I mean, they Alexander. Kind of, yep, yeah, I, I think he wasn't that, a king. He was, was emperor. Yeah. He was emperor. That, but, that's way more cooler than but a king. But I think I think they got the two, the two big ones for you know England and oh absolutely oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. I mean those would be the two. I'm like, hey, if you're giving me Beowulf, I don't know what's gonna top that because you know I love Beowulf, but I'm fully on board with this uh, pick of the week. Yeah, this is this is uh, turned into a great series. Um, a very easy. Uh, I can see this game. Awesome. You can look at really a, like a like a oh. big a big fat zombie and like King Henry the Eighth will just fucking show up and 
I I'm on board. I did a political campaign commercial <laughs> for Henry VIII in the ninth grade for an English project. I wore a silly hat and did the Henry VIII I am was my background music through it all. It was fucking great. Did you get better than a D on it? Because I got a fucking D for playing video games. I got, I got an A because I, I was the only one to do an actual video. I like, it was a fucking feature-length fucking film. Because the, the movie came out at the same time that we were supposed to do this for fucking report. And we just basically recreated all the scenes in World of Warcraft. And I understand it was video games, but like... We got a standing fucking ovation from the class, and we got a fucking D. In, in, in all seriousness, will, in all oh seriousness, God, like, does this still exist somewhere? And if so, you need to get me this because I'd be. Let all me try about. to find it. I I don't have a copy, but the guy that recorded it all may have it. I I, I would I would love to see this. Absolutely. I'll let you guys know. I, I I was there. I went I went to a midnight premiere for Beowulf. I didn't go to a midnight premiere, but I I did see it. It was very no. Good. That was the most excited I was for a movie. All right, any more indies? Uh, Dying is Easy. Our shit talk Jones mystery. And last we left off, shit Shit talk talk Jones. He was like Evil Knievel on a motorcycle. They've lost me. And this is exactly what I said. If he lands this, it's fucking bullshit. (laughs) He's too fucking perfect. He's the guy from that other prodigy. I'm, I'm, prodigy. prodigy. I, 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 I'm enjoying this, but I kind of agree with Jimmy. He drives down the fucking to like, the elevator. If he is this good, how has he not proven his innocence yet? All right, let me ask you this. How was it written? Oh, did, you enjoy, yes. did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy the, <laughs> I enjoyed the story, but that one thing is just like, come the fuck on. I, I, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna reserve comment because I can't remember if I read this one yet or not. That's, I may not have. That, it's kind of disappointing that because the first one was like so grounded in reality that that's what kind of made it great. Oh, 100 percent. And now that he jumps the building, it, it's very kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we we get we get more. Uh, we we meet the ex-wife. In this one, and apparently she's a lesbian. Well, that that was brought up. That was, was brought, brought up in like before? the first yeah, issue, yeah. yeah, I think. And she kind of, I didn't know she was a cop. That one I didn't know. I don't. Yeah, think I think that was, that was mentioned up. before too. But she's kind of talking about. I was like, listen, you're not responsible for this. You're not responsible for that woman's death. And what we find out is the woman that he apparently killed is basically she beat her kid to the point where the kid was a vegetable. Yeah, and. He made a joke about her playing in traffic or well, something she, like that. She said, I forget what he said to her, but she said, yeah, my dad used to always tell me to go play in traffic. And he says, well, now would be a good time to start. And she does. And an 18-wheeler blows her down. And the guy and that, driving the 18-wheeler well, has a heart attack and then plows into a car well, with a family. And he's like, well, that truck driver died. She's like, there were more drugs in his glove compartment. Yeah. His heart wasn't going to last anyways. And that's still on her. So... Uh, it was very good. Um, obviously, he, the big reveal at the end of this is he now knows who killed the killer is the uh, comedian. So uh, this was, like I said, this was good except for the whole. Apparently, he's fucking perfect. A stunt man. <laughs> like if he is this good at his job, I don't care what police department it is. The police they're going to keep gonna him. Like, they're not. Gonna- oh, you convinced some, some girl to commit suicide? That was a shitty kid beater and would have just cost the taxpayers millions of dollars over her life sentence ah we can go past it i guess 
All I've got is one of the stumps. That's so, all I got. Um, if you want to plow through whatever you have I left. think. Let me double check. Oh, Angel and Spike, number 10. Um, This is kind of their first adventure into their new monster hunting business. And Angel does it alone. It kind of gets the better of. And the thing uh, is able to get away. And he's like, I really don't know what it is. And um, he's like, well, that's why you don't go in it alone. They stop and get the cop who uh, we met in the last issue. Um, her, her, um, her friend that was the homeless boy that was admitted. He starts oozing this like green kind of smoke out of him, and then catches fire, and. Um, the two kids go to her and like, listen, you know, the person you met yesterday, his name's Angel. He's a vampire, but he's one of the good ones. She's like, wait, you're telling me all this shit's real? They're like, yeah. She starts showing the same green smoke, and she's like, get the fuck out of here now. And that's the cliffhanger they left off on. Uh, again, cool. pretty solid after the Hellmouth. Um, I'm gonna stay on it for a little while. Yeah, because that uh, what Ring of Fire? Uh, that's a new art. Because I think that's gonna yep. be in the Buffy that comes out this week. Yep. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I think you got it. I think these two were out before. Yes. Yeah. Four. Yeah, yeah I'm just going to do a brief. Uh, there there were a couple number twos this week I didn't get to, Um, but Analog number 10, Uh, this, I think, ends the series. If not, definitely. You, you might be right. I mean, it's a definitive end, but there's a little hint of it. Um, he He's able to get Oppenheimer, and they kind of have that final showdown, and Oppenheimer does what every bad guy in every action movie ever does. He kind of boasts and talks about it yes. and is able to be defeated. And uh, his girlfriend comes like, well, tie him up because um, Sam's probably going to want to talk to him. Well, so they tie him up. They go to Sam and Sam's like, well, they should have just killed him. The rocket launches with the boombox in it. And they're like, oh, I think we just kind of did. And they just show him getting fucking burnt alive from the boosters on the rocket and Sam, she's just like she smiles and passes away they're able to get out and the the artificial intelligence that was uploaded into the boom box uh, left a note on a computer that was printed out which basically said listen earth is yours again um the humans are a strong species this is a new generation of the humans and you have the ability to do this we're gonna kind of explore the stars and stuff like that but just know you know we are out there and it ends with saying but what what if you could get the power that oppenheimer was looking for what would you do with it i was kind of left off on that skips ahead a year and they're kind of in their own little kind of on a lake secluded a courier comes to the door uh ledger man hands him a briefcase and he says Okay, tell everyone that, you know, I'm still retired and forget where the fuck I live. He opens it and the same thing, it just replays that last line from the note. If you could have the power that Oppenheimer was searching for, what would you do with it? And it's a flash drive that I assume is what Oppenheimer was looking for. This was excellent. Uh, Jerry Dugan knocked it out of the park with this series. If this is the last of this series, I'd be disappointed, but I can definitely see where volume two could possibly go. Okay, and then... I thought this was volume two. 
That technically is volume two. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean like another. Okay. Is that your right, last on one? On the stump, number one, number two. Uh, I didn't. Rem- I didn't go back and read the first issue for this, and it had been a long time since I read the first issue. And all I really remember was that congressmen fight each other for the law. For for yeah, just whoever wins the fight, like yeah, re- that was like, the premise, right? Like professional wrestling, like WWE wrestling. Um, whoever wins, um, you know, gets the election, sort of thing, or well, passes this, the bill, or whatever. In this one, we find out that they're actually mutants. I didn't realize that Kite Man wrote this. Ha. Chuck Brown. Ha. Ha. Um, but anyway. Hell yeah. Uh, Thunder. <laughs> Thunder. Thunder Bear. <laughs> is, uh, he was the guy that beat um, uh, Jackson. Was his name? Jack the Hammer. Jack the Hammer. Um, in the last issue, he wants to try to pass the Slay Act, which allows the congressmen to kill each other. Yep. So he goes to kind of the. Like a almost like a Bilderberg group meeting or whatever, and they're like, "Dude, you don't need to have the big fucking tough guy wearing your fucking speedos act. Wear a fucking tie when you're in here." And the guy with the uh, the the deer skull or the cow skull or whatever, you know, uh, mouths off and and they end up uh, he ends up attacking the the old man. I can't remember his fucking. It name. doesn't matter because they're all dead at the end, anyway. Well, not the old man. He chokes out uh, Deer Skull Man. This is why they call me the He's Vice like, Grip. Yeah, I don't know if he killed him or not. Um, he said he could choke people within an inch of their life, but I don't know if he's dead or not because at the end, we meet with someone that uh, Jack the Hammer is 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 kind of holding up with, and she's like, "Hey, do you know?" Or he's Anna. like, yeah, "Do you know anything about?" Do you know anything about the uh, the blacksmiths? And then all of a sudden, like we cut back to that same conference room, and these people bust in with fucking samurai swords and just f- mutilate everyone. They like, kill everybody but the vice president. And um, they're basically an underground society that kind of regulates government when they get out of hand. Uh, that was like founded in the 1860s. They, they started out as educating the freed slaves, yep. right? Because they were primarily black black group um but they leave the vice president alive we're like we're here to mostly send a message and they leave the, the deer skull which was the kind of mask that the guy that got choked i don't know if that is any sort of connection i don't know what the fuck's going on at this point like this got so far um it introduced so many new characters and concepts from the first issue because the first issue i loved and now it's just like the first issue kind of seemed like in, in the same vein as like assassination where it was just like, here's one concept and we're going to be as goofy as possible, but we are going to stick to that concept. It, no. it kind of reminded me of Shirtless Bear Fighter, the first issue. This is completely different. And yeah. now, no, it's, the, the, and now yeah. it's kind of like, it's it's almost like assassination is trying to be like once in the future where it's like, oh, there's some more shit going on. It's like, I didn't. I didn't really want all this I'll, extra stuff. I will give this one more. Or kind of like um, Unnatural where we're like, oh, there, this is just a fucking pig tits fucking thing and it's going to be a social commentary and then all of a sudden it came, became into this fucking like anime level fucking weird backstory sort of thing. I don't want any of that shit. I want, I want comics. You lied because you read every issue of a natural I did. and you enjoyed it. I did, 
but I want congressmen punching each other out, all right? I want them to have signature moves. I want the fucking <laughs> special guest referee to be Abraham fucking Slam. I want Abraham Slam to come in from Black Hammer and referee a goddamn uh, match. But no, we're getting like all these secret societies, and they're not wrestling-related, so it's like, well, okay, I guess, but more wrestling, please. And it, it, I don't know if we're going to get that. So um, it was still very well written. I'll, I'll obviously keep reading uh, next mi- issue or so, but um, if it if it continues to depart from what I originally had in my this was definitely a letdown from the first issue. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, on the stump is on the stump. All righty, and that was that was pretty much oh, it. Oh God, right? no. Oh God, no. Okay, go ahead. I have a th- at least three more. Oh my! I can tell you a body number three of four uh, from IDW. This. So our uh, medium that is our main character, he's kind of on the run because he owes the mob money. Uh, and the girl that he met in the first issue that they kind of hooked up and have known each other all of a couple days, she ends up robbing a bank for him. As like, oh, we have all the money. But unfortunately, they know who she is now. Um, but he's able to channel uh, these spirits to help get them away. Um, so very middle issue, like... A lot of action, but as far as the plot goes, you didn't get a whole lot more other than a demon's trying to uh, possess him because of the power he possesses. Kill Lock, number four of six. This is the one where the robots all mm-hmm. have the interconnection. Uh, they get to where they think they need to go. They battle their way kind of into where they think the cure for this is. And the, ar- the artisan robot's like, now if you see... Any other robot, let me know. And he's like, well, there's one. He goes, shit. And he turns. There's another artisan robot with a kill lock on it. And he goes, I've been waiting for you. Again, very good book. Um, not sure where that's really going. I think um, I can sell bodies of four. So that has one more. Kill lock has two more after this. So, um, again, both very good reads. And then my runner up for pick of the week. Folklords, number five of five. I need to keep up. I I, I got to get caught up on this. Series. This yeah. was this was excellent. So they um they catch back up with Archer, the kid at the beginning that kind yeah. of bailed on him and he's like, "Where were you?" He's like, "I heard what she was doing." And it's like, "I went away and I was gonna try to save you, but when I went back, he's were already gone." They end up getting captured by the librarians, and the one that helped them before is able to kind of get them out of it. But they finally meet one of the folklords. And all he is is basically someone from our dimension that he's like, from where I'm at, I'm a wordsmith. You know, I create stories. He goes, and they're like, well, did you create us? He's like, no, why would I waste my time on such a basic concept that's been done over and over again? He's like, but you're one of the special ones because you can kind of see through the dimensions and all this. He's like, but in this realm, I'm immortal. And he starts jobbing some of the people and finally... Uh, the librarian that helps them kill kills the folklore. And he's like, listen, he's like, you're one of the chosen ones. Here's the address to, I think they call it, it's like a think tank of writers. I think they call it the writer's room. He's like, you need to kill all the folklords because he was just like the bottom of the barrel. He's not even as bad as the other ones. So uh, definitely the quest is continuing with, um, with them. So it'll be interesting to see if they do a second series of this, which I'd be interested in because it kind of confirms that the real world is out there for 
yeah. him to explore. But which is what we thought from the beginning. Which was yeah. a very, very good series. Um, if they do these five part stories where he's tracking down different folk lords and kind of is playing in Gets all these closer and closer, and yeah. it's getting all these different kind of old timey tales, you know, uh, the grim fairy tales mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. I think it'd be really cool. So uh, we'll see where it goes. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to touch on uh, Aftershocks, Artemis and the Assassin and uh, Dark Horse's Starship Down, I believe, which both came out the week before. It was, those were two that I both read. These were both very good first issues. Both stories were very enjoyable. Uh, it might have been one of those. I'm tired of seeing a COVID commercial every five minutes. And uh, this was a nice bit of escape on both of them. Um, but uh, hopefully when the uh, second issues come, come out, I'll be able to do a full review and, and do, but uh, worthwhile getting caught up on both of these. There was an Ahoy book. Was it that week or the next week? Was it the first of eight, the, the second of April that it came out? Ash and Thorn, I think it was called. I didn't even see that. No, was that uh, the twenty fifth or was that the second of April? I can't remember. It was one of the f- one of those weeks. I think it may have been I, the April April second. Yeah, I don't know if that one came out yet. Um, it w- it might have been supposed to. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, it might have yeah, been I scheduled. Did, I, did, I just didn't get around to it. I, I yeah, have it, it, I it, it, April the first week of April was supposed to be a big week because that was supposed to be Batman ninety two. Oh, it was a huge week, and we we were getting we were well. I mean, March twenty fifth was a huge week. And we were going to get, we were going to be in the middle of getting pummeled with a lot of stuff. And then all of this happened and everything just went on hold. All right. So on to Meteor. Uh, before we get into anything else, Jimmy, you have late breaking news that happened during the podcast, the recording of the podcast. Uh, yes. It was announced that Ruby Rose is exiting Batwoman and the role will be recast, which has been an excellent series. I caught up on it. It's only one season that she was in, right? Yep, and yeah. second season's already been confirmed, so they are recasting the role. I, I thought she did a great job on it. So uh, it's a shame to see her go, but I kind of thought she was too big for that role to begin with, as, I mean, she was already kind of... What else has uh, she done? She was uh, Orange is the New Black. She was, I, Yeah, I saw her in that, but... she She's done a bunch of Netflix stuff, but... Um, I know she was just cast for some big Hollywood movie, like right after she started Batwoman. So I'm assuming that's what this is about. Okay. Are there any candidates to replace her? Uh, th- it literally, like, when I showed him my phone, this just ten happened mi- oh, okay. ten minutes During, ago. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, like it like, literally just yeah. happened. Yeah. Um, I think the, we were... the other big news coming out um, is HBO Max has a big. Uh, DC movie that's going to stream specifically on their on, platform on just on just the Max. Snyder cut the Snyder cut I heard that it was going to be happening that was happening on the HBO it was Max confirmed only. yesterday that HBO Max will stream the Snyder cut which from people who've seen it apparently totally changes the entire movie all right. I, okay all right all right I'm gonna take I'm gonna take two minutes on this three hundred was really cool. Listen, I heard Dawn of the Dead was really great for what it was, but it's a remake. Man of Steel sucks. Watchmen's watchable and is better than what I would have thought it would have been for a movie. But once again, the Snyder cut on Watchmen is by far superior and makes that movie fucking great. It's not fucking great. The Snyder cut is. 
the Snyder Cut is... Even the non-Snyder Cut was pretty good. I saw it in the theater like, by if, my. If I saw it in the theater to, with four other people. The, fucking, one the, of the weekend most it came out. Fucking comic books of all fucking time. The Snyder Cut is okay because the. Let us just remember the, the TV Paul series is better. Ang Lee Hulk is a masterpiece. Dude, hey, uh, I did not say that. I never said that. I, I said it's just better than the Incredible Hulk. Like Ten people that were on Paul's side, saying that. It's one of the best and most kind of accurate portrayals of not the Hulk. Accurate. What were you doing at a red coat group home? I heard that <laughs> like and they had they had you a know, Dave got it. Jason. They're like they're like Shrek watch, was the, on. watch the scene with the tanks versus the Hulk and tell me that it's not like the, the most Hulk thing. They had me they had me for a few minutes, man. So they, Paul is not alone. Wait. The Red Co Let's let's end this right now. Again, the statement was whether the Hulk was better than the Incredible Hulk. No, no, no. And the Hulk is better than the Incredible Hulk movie. That's what I stated on. No, no, no. No, no, you guys are wrong. The Incredible Hulk is not that good. Do you know what disagrees with you? The box office. Oh well, I'm, hey, I'm not gonna box office bullshit because Avatar is one of the most highest rated movies of all time, and that was a, a steaming. And it's getting six shit. sequels. Of course it is because because <laughs> it's getting because it's getting terrible, that many sequels. With terrible taste went to go see 15 it. years after. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh, what, what were we talking? About? I have no idea. The Snyder cut. Oh, the Snyder oh, yeah. cut. Yeah. I I, I just I heard that it has dark side in it. It has a Green Lantern in it. It has Martian Manhunter in it. I've heard it has pretty much the entire Justice League in it proper and not just what we got, Justice League. I, I was all, I also heard that there was over three hours of stuff that was shot, completed, and reshot, basically. So I'm interested to see. It could be a completely different movie. Even if it's trash, it's, it's worth it's watching. Something, something to do, you know? Don't get me wrong. It's not going to make up for that hard flash costume. No. Or Batman that suddenly wants to fucking kill everyone. Which, from what I've heard, uh, something happened with Ezra Miller where, like, he's probably not coming back as the Flash anytime soon. Well, no, didn't he, like, punch he someone or assault someone? Yeah. So, but I also heard that that was, like, a publicity stunt of I some know. sort. I don't mean, know. I mean, I heard a lot of things, so, but... I um, also heard Flashpoint is going to be the story they're going to tell, so... Well, I've heard that three years ago. I don't know how the fuck they're going to do that, so... Yeah. Well, they, they have it in place. You, you don't... You don't pick those people to play Thomas and Martha Wayne and not have a plan yeah, for them. Negan and Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, Maggie as the fucking Joker. <laughs> I can see that's it. fucking cool. Yeah. Anyway, uh, good God Almighty, we have so much catching up to do to hit on media. I'm not even saying, yeah. Well, Media. Um, you've you've seen it all because you have nothing else better he, to do. That's right. He dead. Who he dead? Oh my god. Ninety two thousand. Everybody. Uh, Fred Willard. F- Fred Willard. That's big. That that's big. Um, Jerry uh, Stiller. Huge. Jerry Stiller. Yeah. Little little known fact about Jerry Stiller. You graduated with him. <laughs> ah. Big Rush fan. I can see it. Yeah. He actually was on some of their, um, when Rush would end their concerts uh, towards the end, he was on, I think, the Snakes and Arrows one. Uh, he's actually in one of their little movie things. It's funny because they're on the tour bus and Neil Peart 
wakes up next to Jerry Stiller in bed. Ah, it was it was you know so, one of those funny um, things. The one that plays Elaine, uh, uh, Julie uh, Louise Dreyfus. She actually said like the last couple seasons, if she had to do a scene with him, that would be the last scene she would shoot for the day because she literally couldn't do anything afterwards. She couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, because he Have you would... seen the takeouts from the. Uh... The you want a piece of me fucking scene? You want a, you want a piece of me? Yeah, oh, exactly. And she said he would do that all the time. Oh, serenity now. Yeah. Serenity, the which is what I always picture Dave thing. saying like all up, the time after he gets out of the truck with Jimmy. was like, you guys want to celebrate <laughs> Festivus instead? And I'm like, well, what does it entail? He's like, well, we get an aluminum pole and we walk around. We uh, air our grievances. I'm like, can I just get fucking Christmas presents? Um, yeah. As I mean, good it, as he was in Seinfeld. He was way better in King of Queens. Yes. First I time I saw oh, he, him he was, was really in good in King of Heavyweights. Queens. You guys ever see that movie? Yes. yes. He, uh, Have Ben's... we ever seen Heavyweights? We probably starred in Heavyweights. <laughs> you know what? You're right. You could. Because Ben Stiller was like... Ben Stiller plays the same character in that movie that he did in Dodgeball. Just older yeah. in Dodgeball. But at the end when like they defeat him, Jerry Stiller shows up as like his dad... Literally plays his dad and is like, oh, my son's always you know acting out or whatever. That was... I mean, he didn't really make he, any jokes he, or whatever. But he was, it was he was great in Zoolander. Yeah, yeah. He played a great comical straight man that was not even kind of a straight man. Like he would do things that like wouldn't do anything that's supposed to be funny. This is gonna but be, because it was at him. this table. This is going to be a controversial fucking take. But Jerry Stiller, at least in Seinfeld, played a fictional version of Joe. Where, <laughs> where he is totally serious in real life, but is comical to everybody else that is that is. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to argue that. That I don't. Know, makes I don't. Sense. My, it's any more of a George Costanza, Joe? No, because George Costanza has a no, lot of success. No, he looks like George, George Costanza. Costanza had more more girlfriends yes. in that show <laughs> than anyone else. Than anyone else, he had more girlfriends. He was an assistant general manager for the Yankees. Yes, yes. like of he was an architect. Are, he co he yeah co well yeah up. he always fell into shit yeah yeah he yeah. co-wrote Jerry's show that got picked up by NBC NBC so yeah. it's like Jerry might be rich but George is the richest one in that show yeah I but yeah I mean as far as and like, I mean as who, as... who hasn't want to kill the clingy girlfriend slash fiance with some <laughs> poison envelopes marriage yeah. envelopes old old envelopes <laughs> old envelopes <laughs> um. Oh shit! I don't want to go through the fucking list. Uh, take, I'm trying to think of yeah, the Howard yeah, Finkel. There, there's a lot yep. of big ones. Um, um, oh, we had some. Oh, Jesus Christ! Little Richard. Little Richard. Yeah. Um, not to be insensitive, when that hit, I'm like, I had to actually click on him. Like, I thought he was dead. I'm like, this is an old article no. that people are posting again. Like, I seriously, I thought he had died again. Uh, and uh, and uh, another cool fact that i learned about when i was in high school when i did my report <laughs> one of little richard's guitar players that he fired jimmy hendrix which of course afterwards when jimmy hendrix became jimmy hendrix he's like oh yeah he was one of mine <laughs> but he he, he fired him i thought you were gonna play the uh, academy award music <laughs> no. um just popped in my head. Uh, Donny Cates announced his next independent project is a spin. I have a story of Donny Cates. Go ahead. Is a spinoff in the God Country universe. I did see that. So when I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, obviously Donny Cates 
is the most capable person to do that, but it is the perfect self-contained yeah. God Country was. I didn't want any more of it. It was kind of like um, yeah, I did read that he was going to do more. It was kind of like yeah. the second and third season of uh, like like Stranger Things for me. Like I don't think we needed a second or third season. But the first I, season was perfectly contained. As I it think is. from what he, the way he said it is, it's set in that universe, but there's not going to be a lot of crossover. So, um, Donny Cates on I think the last week that books came out on the on the twenty fifth. Uh, called his local comic store that he goes to in Austin, Texas. He's Austin, right? Yeah. Oh, not just Austin. In Austin and San Antonio, every comic store, there's like eight or nine of them. He paid for everybody's pull box. He paid everyone's pull box off. And God told damn them it. To, yeah. See, that's what you should have did, Dave. You're famous. It's that paying he off credit cards. He doesn't touch things and they turn into <laughs> fucking gilded material, yeah. all right? <laughs> if if I could produce golden bullion by just fucking glancing at it, yes, I would pay for everyone's goddamn pull box. And uh, yeah. Tom T- Tom Taylor's uh, deceased is getting another installment in the universe, a twelve yes. part maxi series. Online first, online digital only. Another part of the dick move that DC Publishing has been doing during this crisis, which has been fucking awesome. The views of Paul Zerman are not that. Of the podcast, especially if DC oh, wants to sponsor us. Yes, they Anyways, are. I, can cut, not gonna... I can cut you out. The only views on this podcast that are set in stone are mine. Dick moves oh, by uh, DC. For our Umbrella Academy fans, Netflix has announced uh, season two dropping July thirty first. The only season two, or uh, well, the only next season that we need to hear about. We already did hear about Lock and Key, right? That happened. Yes, right? that, yes. that's confirmed. Yep. Ozark. Did we get a season four yeah, confirmed that, on that's it? Confirmed, yep. Oh God, thank goodness. Um, I got caught up on that. Fucking awesome. What an I, ending. Oh my God. Literally made But me I saw jump. it coming. With 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 Well, I knew I knew I don't want to I don't want to spoil it, but with, with her, her getting shot and like them going I I knew that was gonna happen. But I didn't think it was gonna happen like right in the driveway as they showed up. I literally jumped because it caught me off guard. It was a good, it was a good way to do it, yeah. and it was a great way to end that season. But I, I kind of saw what was coming up. That oh yeah, she's gonna go. Um, um, Sweet Tooth is getting a lot of press behind it with Robert Downey Jr. going on it. Yep, uh, a lot of Lemire stuff has gone kind of stupid. Yeah, well, we had, um, yeah. Yeah. Um. There's talks of a Sheriff Babylon, uh, movie. Oh. Which. Yeah. Tom I, King. I don't know how well that'll do. Why? Because it kind of. Because it's um, Tom King and you poo poo all over no, everything. I Tom Sheriff King. No, I Sheriff Babylon. <laughs> but um. Did you, Josh? Did you really? Yes. Because it ended. No, I mean, I'm trying to think of like. <laughs> it was finite. It, it wasn't it, an it, ongoing it, series it was for a hundred issues. Twenty issues. Yes. No, it was twelve. It was good. I liked it a lot, but it kind of like the highlight is like, um, or, or the, the point of it is that like. Now's the time for the Academy Award. Yeah, listen, I have I have a number one. I actually have two number ones, but one signed by both him and Mitch. So, um, anyway, Timothy Oliphant has apparently signed on as Boba Fett to appear in the Mandalorian season two. Which, no, 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 it's um, oh, the guy that played Django Fett yes. is playing B- Boba Timothy Fett. Timothy Oliphant, is no. that his name? 
No. No. Timothy Oliphant. He's the one that was in Justice. Justified. 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 Whatever. Either way. I don't think that Boba they don't Fett look be, anything alike. What's I, a white man? I literally just googled it I, to get his name because I didn't know the Django Fett guy's name. It's Aquaman's dad. I don't think that. Uh, I don't like that Boba Fett's showing up in the second season. I don't want characters here's, here's from my thing. any How do you of the. Get series? out of the, sar- uh, the, the the pit. It doesn't matter. Sarlacc pit. It was in the why comic book. Why can't we have a Star Wars? Uh, why can't we have a story set in the Star Wars universe without bringing in classic characters? It's like they're like, oh well. We're gonna have a a, a a show or what or anything in the Star Wars universe, but I'm gonna help you out here. Before we do anything, we gotta throw in some lightsabers. Okay, so the only Star new recent Star Wars movie that anybody cared about was Rogue One, which was dog shit. You know who loves unless, that movie? Unless take one fucking guess. Until be until you get to <laughs> the last. It's the first movie in the ten Joker. minutes. And Darth Vader is yes. being a badass Darth Vader. And that is my argument. That's the whole that fucking. That's the Joe. whole thing. And you go, oh, I was like, oh, if the best all right, part of here the we movie, go, and then it's over. If the best part of the movie is fucking Darth Vader, then the rest of the movie is dog shit because Darth Vader is a cool character, but he's a thirty-year-old fucking character. So okay. this is the answer to your question. Why do we bring these characters back in? But the first season of Mandalorian did fine without any of those. Why the fuck did they need to bring He's him in? Oh, no. you have Baby Yoda. It wasn't Baby Yoda. It's not Baby Yoda. It was a baby the from the same species. But Please. it's Baby Yoda. And who needs more Baby Yoda in their life? Every this fucking guy. woman on the planet, Agreed. apparently. <laughs> Josh, I, I would t- I would take your opinion on all that seriously if you ever actually watched the Star Wars movies. Whoa! Wow. Oh, hey, he's got a point. You got me. He does. Yeah, got me. he's got a point. Because even during all this downtime, have you watched any of the original Star Wars movies yet? I've been watching Star Trek The Next Generation. What the fuck? Oh, the fuck my out? God. There it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I like Trek, but it is not better than Star Wars. Okay, so for our audience, not only did Jimmy unplug his mic, he took the mic and threw it across the room so that Josh could not speak anymore. All right, so I got caught up on Tiger King. Oh, my God. Holy fuck. (laughs) Are we out there? Are we fucking going there? We're going on Tiger King. Why not? It's been a while, people. Good Christ. Okay, so so started watching it because I'm like, wife's home. She's like, all right, what? what I said, well, let's try this Tiger King. Everybody's talking about it. And it starts off documentary-like. And I was like, oh, shit, I thought this was a TV series. I'm like, well, you're not going to like this. And she's like, well, put it back on. I think by the end of the second episode or or maybe it was even during the second episode, <laughs> she's like, um, I got a meme. It's like, why why, why are comics being stopped? Carol, Carol fucking, fucking Baskin. Baskin. <laughs> and she's like, well, she's just as bad as the rest of them. She fucking killed her husband. And, and like it was before it turned into the third <laughs> episode about oh, her wow. killing her husband. <laughs> And it's just like, it's this bad Jerry Springer episode that for some reason you can't stop change watching. and stop well, watching. Here's the great and thing. I don't watch Jerry Here, Springer. Here, here's the my, first time I watched it. I made it through the first episode. I'm like, all right, I see the appeal, but man, I can't put up with just this fucking guy being well, an idiot exactly. for, it, for seven episodes. And then it's like the second one, you get introduced to a new character. That's even fucking worse. 
And then the you only, get into another character that's only even like, worse. There's like two normal people in that whole fucking thing, and normal's being very fucking oh, loose. Oh, my goodness. That's and it's being the, very... It's the guy uh, with no legs. And the chick that got her arm ripped off. No, she's fucking far from normal. And her his political manager oh, that was yeah. selling ammo at Walmart, he's like... Hey, want to be my political manager? But yeah, seriously, that guy's about his, the only one that's sort is of he about, re- yeah, and, and he that needs is, therapy. Exactly, because <laughs> his reaction to the guy blowing his head off, he went in shock. The best part about that is I'm watching it with the girlfriend, and he's talking. He's like, and he had this Ruger. Hang, hang on a second. The political manager, his name, his name was Josh, wasn't it? I have no I idea. do believe it was. I think it was. If, if I can't he, hear anything he you're saying. twice in that series, once before he gets addicted to meth, and he's wearing a, a checkered shirt. He appears later on almost unrecognizable, addicted to meth. He is far from fucking normal. No, the political advisor never did drugs. No, no, that's not him. It's it's later. I swear, it's the same guy. No, 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 no. no. You're you're talking about one of the husbands. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm telling you, the guy that that wears the glasses, right? No, he no. He, he, he was has never done drugs. All, all of those interviews, if you notice, all those interviews were done in one afternoon. Yeah. Like they talked through the whole series. But, but the best part is I'm sitting there watching with the girlfriend and he's talking. He's like, he's like, oh, it's it. He had his Ruger and everything. He's like, I had it. He's like, oh, no, look, I have the clip out. You can't shoot this without a clip. And I went, oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I own Rugers. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> you, you can't. You can't with some others. But a Ruger, I knew, you definitely I knew can. what was going to happen. It's like, oh, God, he's he going to Brandon Lee all over this fucking thing. And it's like he put the gun to his head. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm like, girlfriend's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, just wait. And you see the flash on the video. She's like, oh. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you can definitely shoot a Ruger with one in the chamber. I've, yeah. I know that. I Listen, the first I, I watched it and it was when I had gone night shift. It was the very weekend I went night shift. So I'm trying to stay up all night. It sucks you in. Yeah. It's like you. So you, I start watching this. I, I get to the third fucking, episode. Yeah. I hit pause. I walk downstairs. Mom goes, what are you doing? I said, I need a cigarette. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like. I'm watching Tiger King. The one show she beats me to the punch. She goes, wait, it gets worse. (laughs) And it does. And, you know, I think the most mind boggling thing about that whole thing is the 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 guy that well ends up having uh, his farm that buys his farm. The guy with the money and shit. Oh, Jeff, how fucking hot those chicks are. His girlfriend, the fucking babysitter. Jesus Christ! That's so, what he so away funny from. story about all this. Through this all, I'm like, this all happened, and like, I consider myself pretty plugged into shit like like train wrecks like this. I'm like, and then they start showing some of the Twitter like pictures of Jeff Lowe. I'm like, I know Jeff. I follow him for all the tits and ass. <laughs> <laughs> and literally, I knew of Jeff. Lo- oh my God! It, it was fucking crazy. It was like, wait, that guy? I mean. It, oh, and by the way, um, related news on that, Joe's um, legal team is actually traveling to Washington, D.C. this week for a meeting with Trump about getting him pardoned. Because he's so famous and infamous now. On uh, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, as bad as Joe, the, the, the amazing he, thing is, the, the, the thing is, if as he, bad as Joe is, he's not the worst one of the bunch. He's not even in the top He's point. like yeah, the best one. All shitty people. Yeah. I mean that that uh, uncle. Uh, doc guy. Doc, doc, did you did you watch the after show? Yes. The after show was actually pretty fucking good yeah. because 
there was a lot of fucking reveals on there, yeah. which one I knew immediately. There's no way he's fucking singing these songs. Because no. one, no shit, really, yeah. Paul? really, and it's like, they, but they kept going on. Oh, they, these are his songs. I'm like, he's not fucking singing these songs. There's fucking no way in hell he's singing these songs. He barely knows the fucking words. Well, what I like came out of it is like all that stuff. Like they made fun of his second husband, but they said that that the microphone. Three, yeah. They're like, that wasn't a fucking hidden micro. You know, they were saying, oh, there's a hidden microphone, or they're recording, and that, like that was played into the movie. Because no, that was fucking. That wasn't. That wasn't that. That was bullshit. But his second, but the his best second one was with... he was afraid of fucking tigers. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite is his second husband, and they're like they made fun of him for his three teeth. It's like th- he had those three teeth because they were anchors for his permanent dentures. Like he looks completely different. Oh, absolutely. It's oh, like yeah. They. And, and he said in interviews since then, he's like, they literally told me to take off my shirt and take out my dentures for the interviews. Because yep. like, they even asked him in the after show, why, why was he always out without the shirt? He said, uh, show off my tattoos. Yeah. Yeah, they're all playing up for it. But yeah, all I learned from that is anyone that owns any kind of big cat anything is fucking crazy. Is a giant piece of shit. Shaq had to go on like a PR tour. He's like, listen. I just visited the fucking place. I'm not friends with him. It's like, but on NBA, he's like, because I had pictures with a fucking tiger, and I thought about it, and I'm like, do you know, yeah. if he if there was a traveling show that came and you can get a picture with a baby tiger for twenty bucks at a mall, I'd, yeah. be, call, I'd be calling Dave like, dude, we have to go get a picture taken with a fucking tiger. <laughs> I also love how the how conveniently. Tigers are $2,000 to buy. We all get stimulus checks. Right after all that, suddenly suddenly, tiger, suddenly, tigers in New York are getting fucking coronavirus, so <laughs> everyone's not going out and buying fucking tigers. Oh, I want to know God. who got the fucking idea to test the tiger. They, they didn't. The government's seen in, like, these dumb motherfuckers are going to spend all their money on tigers. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? What if we just say tigers can get coronavirus? Oh yeah, they'll they'll buy that. One of the things, one of the movies I did watch, I started watching Joker last night, and I got about probably a half hour into it, and going, I don't know if I'm going to be able to stay awake for all of this, I, and I, if I, I really care enough. I, I so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna wait until I'm in a better frame of mind. That is bet definitely one that is not better on the rewatch. Like, uh, I didn't. I didn't watch all of it. So the, the first time I watched that, I went. I've watched it like twice since. Then. I'm like, it's really not as good. It. I wasn't. I wasn't really happy the direction it was going. Um, he's you not. Know, he's for, not a good Joker. Any any capable Batman would feel fucking like destroy. It didn't him. feel like Joker to me anyway. Um, but it, I did, it's a good basis for Joker. If they spin off that as oh, he was kind of the idea behind the joker we have in present day i could buy it yeah so um any thoughts on this josh that's what i thought (laughs) (laughs) now i did watch here's the thing if you like tiger king and you want to go a little darker a little bit more serious watch don't fuck with cats no that entire documentary is a waste of fucking time that was fucking twisted man it was dumb it was dumb if you want a good documentary to watch, even if you're not a sports fan, 
uh, E60 Project 11, Alex Smith, is probably one of the best documentaries I've seen in a while since he broke his leg. Like, I'm very tuned into sports. I knew it got bad. I didn't know that his entire family and medical team was trying to convince him to cut off his fucking leg. Like, they actually cut off, like, his entire shin and basically just left it open because he got flesh-eating bacteria in it. Oh, uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. like, and the fact that he's now amazingly, I can get that that out. you can get out, yeah, flawlessly. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like, and this motherfucker's gonna play football this year, less than two years after this happened. But uh, I did watch Tusk. That's a fucked up movie. I will say this: Michael Park's performance oh, is. Fucking Phenomenal. amazing in there, and I think that's either the last thing or one of the very last things he did. I'm speaking into the ether right now, but I, I think it's a good thing that my mic is unplugged because I don't think Kevin Smith movies are very good. Get the fuck out! Dogma, fantastic. Unplug his. Oh my! <laughs> I can't think of another good. It is. It is. It is a good looking movie. It is his. The cinematographer. You're, you're going on Joe level right the now. Cinematographer on that movie was excellent because that is a, it's a good looking movie chasing um, amy chasing amy is some phenomenal pinnacle. oh my god oh my god that's probably chasing amy dogma that, probably my top two kevin smith you ever watch red states yeah red red state. i love red state red state's good i think both i think Clerks but is actually amazing. i think i enjoyed tusk more than i did uh red state Red State. Garden State is Zach, uh, Zach Braff. You're thinking and of, Natalie you're, Portman. You're thinking of Jersey Girl that he did with Ben Affleck, which is yeah. by far... Decent no, God, no. That's no? dog shit. Jersey Girl's his... Although, have you seen his uncut version? There is an uncut yes. version. I haven't seen that yet. That I need to see it's, because that has all the Jennifer Lopez shit in, in there that they had to cut out. It's a lot better. Yeah. Um, I could see that end up being... But George Carlin's really good in that in jersey girl oh yeah Yeah. he's the saving grace it's the only reason if it's on i'll watch it because anything with carlin i'll watch but um but yeah michael you got an opinion on george carlin there uh mall rat how do you not like like mall rats you're a comic book guy mall rats is like the pinnacle stan lee cameo in anything there's there's nothing to not like about mall rats jason lee is fucking fantastic in that movie He sprung an entire career off that. Stan Lee has a masterful fucking cameo listen, in there. And they talk listen, about the Ben Grimm's fucking for dick. Is the same argument for fucking Rogue One, all right? No. Yes. No. For no. Mallrats. Yes. Oh, no bullshit. No. The best part of no, 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 no. Claire Forlaney is in there uh, anything my, she's in is a reason to watch a movie absolutely michael rooker gave an excellent performance in that oh yeah that's right <laughs> the fucking chocolate cover chocolate cover pretzels yeah because he liked because he because kevin smith found out he liked chocolate cover pretzels and he wrote it in that's that's rooker's story on it i've i've seen him at uh um panels and stuff so and what kevin what smith movies have you seen that are so bad yeah because you, you obviously haven't seen any of the original Star Wars, and you got an opinion on that. Clerks 1 and 2 were mediocre. Oh, Clerks 1 was amazing. Clerks 1. Well, I'll agree with Clerks 2. Clerks 2 was mediocre, but it was Jay still watchable. Bob is, is bottom of the barrel fucking comedy. 
But that's what it is. They're the worst part of Dogma. The worst part. Those characters are so fucking tired and boring. You're going to hit them, aren't you? I may hit them. Hit them. The fact that they're in like half of his fucking movie. Hit them. I'm so glad that there's not a microphone catching any of what you're saying. Is Zach and Mary make a porno Kevin Smith movie? Yes. Yeah, I like that. Filmed in Pittsburgh. You know what? I that's, know that's, that's the a... worst fucking one. I because know, I know Seth Rogen Kevin cannot Smith. fucking do the Kevin Smith dialogue. Yes. He fucking works too hard at it. Jesus. And no, it's forced. I know exactly I know exactly what Kevin Smith movie he likes. Cop out. Oh, Cop Out's not a Kevin, technically not a Kevin Smith movie because he didn't write it. Right. That was a script that was uh, deemed unfilmable. So it was one of those scripts that was in Hollywood for like uh, uh, 10 or 20 years. It, the original uh, title of it was called A Couple of Dicks. What do you guys think of uh, Yoga Hoses? That was the I, only one I, I haven't seen yet. I haven't seen it yet. Well, I heard anything that he did with him. And I actually, um, actually, I got to, I got to get it from Chris. Chris actually has it. Uh, he has uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. It's Poor. on Amazon right now. Oh, is it? Oh, free. okay. I don't have Amazon, um, but uh, he said that was pretty good. No, I, I enjoyed the majority of anything in the View Skewiverse. I really like. I, yeah. I do like. I really do like uh, Zach and Mary making porno. I do. I, lo- I love his I love his stand up stuff. Too fat for forty. Uh, too fat. No. Too well, fat I actually saw a couple no, of panel panels that were those that were were those stand up. Oh, there's that nights. one. Yeah. There's whatever one he followed that up with, where he went on the tour for Red State. Yeah, was really good. Yeah, I heard. Oh, that Kevin one. Smith burned in hell. Yeah, and then there's the one he had right before he had his heart attack. Um, so apparently, if you, I didn't know this. I've seen Too Fat for Forty. Probably fifty times because I love love some of the stories in it. I actually finally bought it on Amazon. I bought the extended one. It's like four hours fucking long. Yeah, you really? said that. Yeah, you said yeah. that. He said that before on here. Like there's yeah. stuff I'm like I don't remember this story, and I'm look, looking. I'm like I'm three hours into this fucking thing. So, alrighty. So we got caught up on some stuff. Next week. We will not have a whole ton of books because not a lot's coming out. Not a lot will be coming out in the next uh, couple of weeks. Uh, May 27th, we'll see the first uh, crop of Marvel comics out. And they'll be shipping about, I think it's six titles. And then the following week, they're just doing trades. And then the week after that, they're doing comics. So they're flip-flopping. That's how Marvel's easing into everything, which is good because a lot of comic stores, like mine are still closed um shit but it looks like dc's gonna be pummeling us with a couple things in the next couple weeks so uh uh everybody all the other publishers boom uh dark horse and image have all said they are going to ease back into uh stuff they're not gonna they're not gonna they don't want to inundate the stores and also the comic buyers because they know a lot of comic buyers uh, have also been um, out of work and stuff. So, not all of them. I a wish. lot. Of them. God, you wish I you wish. were out of. You were wish you were out after, of work after this last two months. Yes, I do. Uh, um, Why? I'd make with more. My, I'd make more money on unemployment than I would with my uh, working. my sick leave time. I I'm ready for retirement. I I I'm after the third week. I was like, I just need. I'm a ready. I can do this. I can do this. Most people retire like in their 
late sixties and not late one hundred and sixties. So I know and we're not getting any of that. So I'll play around with this mic. I'm not gonna play around with this mic. Yeah, it's okay. Um, I'm ready for retirement. Stick your tongue on that. <clears throat> it's not electrical. Yeah, that won't I do mean, anything. It, 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 very slightly, but it's not like a battery. I was just hoping it tasted really bad. I don't want to get. We were just going to see if he did it. All righty. So that's it for another week. Thank you for joining us. Hopefully everybody is still safe and healthy. I am the maestro. I'm the Mad Hatter. Jimmy Kimmel almost live. And that is Josh. Extremely now self-isolation. Josh, Josh, cone of silence. Cone of silence. Be good to each other.